Hello and welcome to another episode of the FPL Hangover Podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone all things FPL related. We are coming to you on the 20th of February. Game week 24 is all said and done out the window, down the road. And here to help me digest said game week and look ahead to the little matter of game week 25. It's my podcast partner in crime, Paddy. How are you getting on, my friend? I'm getting on great, Jer. And it's always great to be back chatting with you and to all the listeners and to the millions and millions watching on YouTube. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Monday is gone. The Monday blues are out of there. (laughs) It's Monday. It's Monday. It's Tuesday for the listeners, you fucking dog. Well, this is going to be out early enough. This is going to be out tonight. Well, I don't give a flying flute. The, the Tuesday listeners will be getting it. So, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, sorry. here we are. to all my Tuesday listeners. <laughs> I hope he's had a lovely Monday and a fantastic rest of the week. Thank you very much. Continue, Jer. And to the Monday listeners, you can go to hell. Uh, the ones that actually, you know, never mind. Today, today's fucking Monday. What time is it? It's only seven. Seven p.m. When are you going to have the site? I'd say 10 o'clock, the latest. And well, then to the fucking... Fuck the Monday listeners and good morning, (laughs) Tuesday. There we go. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I'm sure sure there'll be plenty of them out there with green arrows that'll help them get over your your abrasive comments, Paddy. But speaking of green arrows, you didn't get one, did you? (laughs) No, I fucking didn't. And well, I go into my team here. Do do. Just how did you get on? How was game week twenty four? Bit of a non kind of game week in the sense of like there wasn't a whole lot beforehand. Cam before the storm kind of style. I'll be honest now. Before I uh, what what do you call that thing? Like Professor Xavier goes into. Oh, um, I just call it his wheelchair. I don't know the, no, the cerebral, the, cerebral, the cerebral. Before yeah. I go into the yeah. cerebral, um, I uh, I'll tell you this. It didn't go as well as I thought it would. I was, I kind of, after the recording the last pod, I, I had a green arrow in my head. I was getting a green arrow, like. Yeah. So we can talk about maybe where I got punished because I still can't figure it out. Yeah, um, I think you're being harsh on yourself. You did. You sent me a message last night, and uh, you seemed shocked and dismayed that you were looking at a bit of a red. But I don't think it was a, a dramatic red arrow. Oh. Well, that's oh, how unprofessional, Jerry! That's my yeah, mother yeah. bringing me. Oh Jesus! Oh, your mother! Yeah. You caught me. You caught me at a weak moment. That when I messaged messaged you, I was feeling down in the dumps. I just masturbated, and I didn't know what. You know, I was just feeling a bit shit, Jerry. And hence the message. That was a red arrow. Oh my god! I, I was crying. Yeah, the old Hillary Swank. I don't. I I don't know if I should feel honoured that I was the person you rang afterwards, but either way, how did game week twenty four go? Oh, but before you talk about it, you have to yeah, you have to do your Professor Xavier shtick. Yeah, here we go. Can you cue the X Men music? I can. Right. Oh, here we go. We're in the virtual world here now. This is uh, the first ever podcast that uses virtual reality. Friend. So I'm just looking at my team here. Should we remind listeners, Patty, just for anyone who didn't tune in last week? Uh, as Paddy is a travelling man right now and he's on the road he has decided that he's too good for laptops and the general consensus you know the, the, the general consensus is that it's all about VR now so the YouTube yeah. watchers are fully aware that he's got this giant set of goggles on his head but uh, just for the for the listeners at home um, for your own self-awareness Paddy sorry how did Gaming24 go? Right well I'm just looking at here in the virtual virtual reality world by the way 
when I look around, I'm sitting out in a very beautiful uh, apartment here, looking out at New York. So anyway, that that's nothing. That's not important, but it is to me. It's a nice uh, hotel so, room. Yeah, it is. Well, I'm in a hotel here, but in the virtual reality world, I'm sitting <laughs> looking out at like just beauty. Anyway, fifty points sitting looking at me. Um, that gave me a red arrow. I think it was like, I don't think it was a massive red arrow. About thirty k would it have been, Jer? Yeah, in and around. Well, I'm right. My overall rank now is 417k. So maybe it was a bit more. I was in the 300s. Um, let's start from the back. That's what she said. That's what she said. Oh, oh yeah. Um, so Kepa and Nets, like, come on. Did we expect Southampton to beat Chelsea 1-0? Maybe. I didn't, no, I didn't expect Chelsea to be fucking superstars like everyone that transferred in Joe Felix did but I didn't expect him to lose uh, 1-0 to Southampton big result for them yeah huge result for them uh, and a result that their uh, the other relegation fodder probably did not have an, on their uh, books um, so anyway that, that could be you know that's probably um, six points I had counted in my head towards yeah. my green arrow that I never got um, Shaw six points well, that was I was delighted with that. Trippier one point and White one point. The Arsenal guys. Um, I didn't expect anything too magical. I know Liverpool were playing Newcastle, so I kind of thought that that wouldn't be you know that was standard enough. You know, I thought Liverpool might score. Uh, White. Who are Arsenal playing? Arsenal were uh, against Villa away to Villa this week. Oh shit! And they went down really quick. I think they went down within the first five minutes. Well, they were two one down at one stage. Yeah, so that 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 hope ended quite quickly. Um, I did have Saka six points, and I had Martinelli. And you know, I've been having this funny little quarrel with a fella on um, on Twitter, who um, you know, when Arsenal had the double, I didn't get rid of Martinelli, and we were because I felt it was a bit sideways. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, it's a bad pick," and I never said it was a bad pick. I just says I don't agree with taking a minus four switching Martinelli to an Odegaard or a Saka. Mm. And I, I still stand by that. So anyway, um, when the team lineup came out, he went and wrote under my comment, do you still think it's not a bad pick? So of course, when, uh, <laughs> when Martinelli um, scored in the last minute of the game, um, that felt great to, to usher him a, a, a pleasant message. Um, anyway, De Bruyne, two points, another, another fail there. Um, and another uh, shocker of a result for City, like a draw against Nottingham Forest. Was it a shocker? Nottingham Forest have been doing great. Um, I think so. I think yeah, like, it's a shocker. When you yeah, when you watch the match as well, like City had a you know they had their chances, like and um, I think they Pep seemed pretty happy with the result after the match. So or with how they played, obviously not the result. But uh, so that kind of says enough. Um, I def- I wasn't expecting that. I was thinking they'd clean up. Yeah, uh, Rashford fifteen points, the hero again, and we'll get back to that man. Kane five points, thank God he got something. Uh, Captain Hound four points, and Weghorst two points. And you know what? You could see that the players how much they love Weghorst. They were actually trying to set him up. Yeah, for a few. So I'm, uh, you know, I like Weg's not worrying me too much at the moment, but he yeah, could be gone. I don't know. I don't think you should confuse your United um, fandom for for FPL in yeah, the sense that because I'm with you like I, I enjoy I, like, I'm rooting for Beckhorst too I kind of get that same feeling that the team has like they he works extremely hard he hasn't put the ball in the net yet in the league so they want him to get that goal and so do I but FPL wise I think he's yeah uh, no, he you're right you're a, you're a wise man here. Um, we were actually um, last week's pod we were debating you know we, we had a good talk about the captaincy and you know we 
we hung up the phone and it was we were both set on Haaland, even though Rashford was in great form. He was at home to Leicester and City were away to Nottingham Forest. Mm. Do you think if we look at everything again that we would we do it again? I would captain I would make the exact same decision, obviously okay. without without knowing what was to come. Um <clears throat> yeah, I, I won't lie, I didn't consider um Rashford really. I obviously thought he was the second pick, but Halland was a standout option for me. Uh, you know, assuming he got his minutes and obviously that's a bit of a worry, but I try not to fucking think about that yeah. too much. And uh yeah, captain's captaincy I'm like I was more than happy and I would do it. I'd probably do it ninety-five times out of a hundred if yeah. I was to get that choice. So that that probably that probably hurt the rank. Well, did it hurt the rank? Do you think there was many people that jumped over to Rashford for the captaincy this week? Not a rake. There was about I think he was like he was definitely over the hundred percent uh, on the EO kind of spectrometer. Mm-hmm. So he was he would have hurt you with just him. But I had you know anyone that was kind of maybe had the likes of Rashford and the Bruno combo, then you were, you were laughing, you know? Yeah, and I, and I feel that my um, my little Mattinelli and maybe Kean combo, no, they probably didn't cover him. But um, just uh, going back to that, if I could do it all over again, knowing Rashford got 15 points, I'd probably captain Rashford. Mm. So you think you made a mistake? Like, obviously, you know, not being able to see the future? Yes. I, um, I should have put it on my cerebral. <laughs> um, but I have it on for game week 25 so everything's going to be okay yeah. Uh, but yeah my bench was uh, I was pretty happy enough Andreas 3 Botman 1 Patterson's still croaked he might be back for the next game who knows he's 75% showing up there but we'll see uh, Jer over to you how did you get on what did you get tell us uh, not too bad I did I got we have a very similar team I was just looking at that there I mean obviously I have a green arrow and you have a red fucking arrow so there's a difference yeah. there but we in terms of uh, in terms of lineups not too dissimilar I got a 59 um, overall score this week which saw me go back up to 58k I think it is yeah 58k so, did you Bruno? I did a Bruno yeah oh. I've held on to him uh, I've had him since the the restart and yeah he's really coming good the last few weeks so much that my plans for gaming 25 are all up in the air now and uh, yeah. you know We'll get into that, but um, all in all, yeah, Kepa in in goals that was uh, disappointing, but you know, fuck it, I'll always take that to see Chelsea lose, and he's kind of highly owned anyway, and it's not like a lot of goalkeepers that could uh, like that other people would have, like the likes of your Edersons, your Popes, your Ramsdales, maybe yeah. obviously Pickford they kept clean sheet, but I think that's kind of a bit lowly owned so they all lost clean sheets so I didn't mind um, got that Shaw clean sheet he actually came off at uh, I think it was like 70 minutes or something like that so. but that was okay that was perfect I was like locked yeah. in he Relax. also just got pipped by Lindelof at the end for a bonus point so oh, had he stayed shit. on yeah he would have got that um, that's the only that's the only thing isn't it about these defenders when they come off like you're, you're kind of happy but you know they could miss out on their bonus then and of course maybe the the odd chance they might swing a ball in or something, but nah, I'll take a clean sheet any day. Yeah, just take at least even just a peace of mind. Uh, you're just like, no, no, give me that Thanks. clean sheet. We saw something similar for his stupid nine owners this week. I think he was hooked before Brighton lost their clean sheet, so you know they're laughing. They got their clean sheet. I think they even got some baps. Um, but Trippier, sim moving on. Trippier uh, also one point return. Look, I don't. That doesn't bother me. I did see people with him on the bench this week, and I was thinking like, why? You know, we've seen what damage he can do from set plays and 
for me, he's a start every week just because of, of that kind of um, potential for cash. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't really mind the, the clean sheet so much as almost an added bonus. White, uh, similar, lost his clean sheet. If you had watched the match, which I only caught the highlights of, I got roped into helping a friend move house this week. So I missed all of the Saturday's fixtures, but um, did catch the match of the day. And watching the highlights of that Arsenal match, seeing White almost set up three goals i was just like oh my god yeah he chipped the keeper at one stage and it was going onto the head of inketia uh before i think it was mings whipped it away but i mean like he could have got at least two assists you know even i think he's he originally actually in the game got the assist for saka's goal but it was deemed to not have been his intended destination and it was removed uh So, yeah, another game week, you would have been laughing with White. Uh, Bueno, he got 60 minutes, um, which I'm happy to see him starting again. I'm obviously concerned going into the double game week um, about his minutes, you know, because he kind of seems to be rotating a bit with Nuri. But, you know, I think I just have to take my chances and hope he gets at least one of the games. But he did lose his clean sheet this week and uh, delivered two. Then De Bruyne, Blanken... Rashford, as everyone was, you know, will have said, absolutely smashing it. Fernandez with a lovely twelve point return. Odegaard with eight, and Martinelli with six. Haaland blanking as well as, as the sole striker in the team. Yes, lovely. You're be ha- you're happy with that, and with your green arrows, you know, laughing all the way to the bank. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I do want to come uh, back to something. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, Patty. Just something you said when you were going through your team, and it was kind of reminded me of it there, seeing Martinelli in my own. You this like conversation you were having with uh, someone online. Do you think though that, like, if you had swapped Martinelli for Saka, it would be a different story? Like in the sense that, like, I know they equally their points this week with six and six, but Saka got fifteen in the double to Martinelli's three or four or something, and or maybe he got yeah five. I can't remember, but either way, he got fifteen in the double and is a serious captain option for game week twenty five. With his penalties, yeah. No, I was just. I've. I do think obviously Sack is the better pick. It was just that moment where I, 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 I changed Almiron to Saka. Yeah. And it was just a comment I kind of made off the cuff that to you know what what's up with Martinelli? Has he become a bad pick all of a sudden? Everyone seems to be swapping him out of their teams for a minus four. Oh, you know, I get you. Went into you. that double game week. Yeah. And I didn't because I kept him. I, I just used the one transfer and done Almiron to Saka. And so... Oh, so you have kinda, Saka. Sorry, my apologies. Yeah, I have Saka. Yeah, so we kind of... We just... He picked up on that comment and it kind of has come to, forward to today. Yeah. Or this week's matches when, when Martinelli didn't start. So, like, he obviously predicted that right, that... He's going to be sharing minutes, mm-hmm. and I got away with it this week. So I was just delighted that he scored. So I was able to use that Jose Mourinho meme, you know, the one where he goes like this <laughs> <laughs> and shushes him. Yeah, but no. I know. I know that um, what he said was right at the time, but I just didn't want to take a minus four. And now I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm not going to get rid of him again because he's got a double, and I've got two free transfers. And it's, again, I'm back to that square one. It would be another sideways move to move Martinelli out, especially I'm, when I don't have full 11 players. I'm in the exact same position as you. Like, not yeah. in the the terms of 11 players, because I can get the 11 players relatively okay, but in the sense of, like, it's just, I've made my bed now. My Martine- and Martinelli's lying in the middle of yeah. it. So, um, we did get very fortunate, I think, at the weekend. 98 minutes, I believe, and all thanks to Martinez deciding to go up for a corner. 
left yeah. uh, Arsenal run down and score oh, to an empty jammy, like, But um, it was it was taken because a lot of people have sold him. So I mean that saved me a little bit those six points, you know. Oh, he matched Saka for so for someone like myself who had Martinelli and Odegaard uh, versus a lot of people Saka and Odegaard or Saka and Martinelli. I was happy to come out with the you know the two highest. So you don't leaders. have Saka. I don't have him, no. And is I can't that really. That's what? something. Is that something that's kind of worrying you? Or well, didn't Odegaard get something this week? Odegaard got, got eight points, and he also got yeah, probably so... one of the misses of the season, where he should have. Uh, he had just a. Uh, anyone that watched it will know what I'm talking about. Absolute sitter. He, he's he plays this wide. Um, I don't have Saka, and I won't be taking him in. I made no. another choice last week when the double came around, and I got Odegaard in. Who, yeah, to be fair, this week did get two points more than Saka, but. I feel like going into game week 25, I do not have what is probably the best captain pick. I'm not mm. sure. Um, we'll get into our captains for game week 25 later on. But it yeah. is a bit of a concern. Um, and I just think, as you said, I can't bring myself to justify. No, it, and I it's, I just don't, I don't think anybody could. Uh, in a dream world, I think we would both have Odegaard and Saka in our teams. Yeah. But uh, Martinelli will just have to do for now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, other issues this week, you had Harry Kane. He's going to be a big dilemma moving forward. I mean, I guess we might as well move into game week 25 and, and what our plans are. We're kind of done with 24. Yeah, we, we, we definitely can go straight and get just, you know, no lube, straight in, straight no kissing. In. Raw. Um, uh, go on ahead. Harry Kane, like he's someone, again, a big difference between yourself and myself in our teams. And for a lot this week, he was kind of auditioning to stay in the team ahead of yeah. the, the double. Yeah, um, he just scraped it, maybe. Did he? Did he scrape it for you? Well, I mean, does he have a double, yeah? No. He's blanket, right? I need to go back. He's not blanket. He's not blanket. Harry Kane is at home to uh, Chelsea this week. Right, well, if he has a match, he's staying. I'll just go into the, going back into the cerebral here, okay? Okay. I need to see the, the you know, it's nice to see all the blanks. It is, yeah. But again, Kane playing this week. Um, he'll be he'll be a source of kind of consideration for anyone that owns him, especially considering the amount of money that's tied up in him. Yes, uh, yeah. I can see, yeah, he's got a game. You see, I haven't looked into removing Harry Kane because... He's got a game, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I've got I've got too many other fires at the moment. Like I've got at the moment one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and two transfers. Okay, two free transfers. Mm-hmm. But that those nine players, one of those is Patterson. Yeah. So Patterson's got Aston Villa and Arsenal, but is. He's not, he's not ousting Seamus Coleman just after Seamus Coleman did a fucking no. Roberto Carlos on it. So. Basically, I'm looking. I've got two free transfers, and I've got eight players. And at the moment, I've got White, Matinelli, Saka, Andreas for Fulham, who's playing Wolves. That's a good pick, or a good like it's a handy uh, spot. He's coming off the bench for me. He's my bench man. Uh, I've got De Bruyne, and I've got Haaland, and I've got Kane. Now, in saying that, we're talking about you know sideways moves there, like Matinelli to Odegaard and things like that. Yeah, I still feel that maybe. I, I have a sideways move and De Bruyne to Salah. Not 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 a a, a huge sideways move because Salah's got two as a double fixture, but still I'm moving out a player that actually has a fixture. Yeah. Somebody that has two. Instead of moving out someone that has no fixture, 
you know. Well, I mean, I think you've got to be asking yourself what Liverpool players you want for the double game week. And how, yeah. I mean, it seems pretty obvious in the sense of who to ship out of the team. Like if it was me and I'm looking at your squad there, you've got, we'll take, we'll take Pat, Patterson out of the equation. But you do have a Trippier who wouldn't be going anywhere, a Rashford for me wouldn't be going anywhere, I know. and uh, probably, probably a, a, I don't know. See, then then you have Botman. Do you know he's yeah? Like but a, do you know a funny thing about Botman is I brought Botman in, and as a pick, and I haven't even I haven't started him one game. I think I brought him in um, a couple of weeks back, mm. and I haven't had an opportunity to start him. I'm in the same boat as you. I started them in the first game, I think, at home to West Ham, in which they conceded after their big, long streak of not losing any clean sheets. And yes. uh, he's been sitting on my bench since. But he's 4.5 or 4.4, depending on when you got him. And Yeah, it's, it's, there's nothing magically magic I can actually do with him, if you know what I mean. You know, I can't turn him into a, to a yeah. Trent or a Rabo or anything like that. So, you know, he's at 0.6 in the bank. Uh, like, one of the moves I was looking at, the, the only move I'm kind of sure of Mm-hmm. And I'm not even that sure of, because I hate to lose De Bruyne against Bournemouth, but it would be De Bruyne to Salah. Okay. And then I can't, for the life of me, get another player that I want to get rid of. I don't want to get rid of Rashford. I don't want to get rid of Matinelli. Well, I mean, uh, you're looking at at least a minus four, I think, this week. Three, yeah, maybe. Three, three transfers. Shaw is is, is sacrificial. Veghorst can go. And then I think you need to make a choice between the likes of a De Bruyne and a Kane. You might even be looking at a minus eight. Um, no, I won't. I will, I will certainly not be doing a minus eight. But look, the transfers, the, the players that I'm looking at here are De Bruyne, Kane and Weghorst. Mm-hmm. I could work with that. De Bruyne to Salah. Is Gakpo a midfielder or a striker? Or what's he down as? He's a, a midfielder. Seven million, I think. Right, okay. So... I could go De Bruyne to Salah. I could go Kane to Nunes. Is Nunes injured or? You'd have to monitor. You'd have to monitor. I think I think I saw a picture that he's training for the Champions League, like warming up some pre-Champions League warm-up. So he could be still he could be fine, but it's one to keep an eye on. But yeah, one to keep an eye on. But then in doing that, I'm I'm not adding any more beef to my squad. If you know what I mean, I'm not getting uh, eleven players. I'm just staying with eight. Yeah, exactly. You still got the issue. That's what I'm saying. Unless I make Weghorst somebody then. Well, see. Then... <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, realistically, if you're going to try... I mean, this is like, you know, a solid argument for whether it's worth it or not. But if you're going to try and do a bit of surgery, it is going to, you are going to cost yourself, I'd say, at least four transfers. Only because one of Kane and De Bruyne is going to need to be your, your make weight, you know, for the likes of a Salah yeah. and to save a bit of money. Um, but, well, is there not another option? Maybe I free hit. No, That's I've cool. seen I've seen uh, Tom from who got the assists free hit um, thread, and it was quite you know quite appetizing. You know, I was like, well, "That's interesting." You know, I don't think you've really built your team for free hit though. That's the thing. Yeah, you're right as well. Yeah, I but mean, I if could, you had stopped up I now could. in Brighton and you had the odd Brentford player in there, and they were all blanking this week, I'd be gone. Okay, now you have free hit territory. But I w- if it was between using a free hit to get double game week players or just riding this game week out in terms of getting your 11, making two transfers, whatever, even if you have to ignore a Salah and just riding the game week out, I'd rather hold that free hit. Especially when you look at um, some of the big old blanks that are going to be coming up. I think 28 and 32, they're going to be... You'd like I'd like to have a free hit for one of them, you know? 
Yeah. No, 100%. Like, at the moment, um, I've got these two free transfers and I've never felt so helpless. Do you know what mm. I mean? And you'd think that having two free transfers would be a nice place to be. Um, like, the only move I can see is bringing in Salah. Um, I can't see anything else that is, uh, well, you know... I mean, like, maybe, you, you could probably... Maybe Kane, maybe Kane to, to, to Nunes. Mm. See, if I if I do do Kane to Nunes, okay? Yeah. And I, this is, uh, I know this is my team, but I think a lot of people will have this same problem. There'll be people out there with similar problems. If I do Kane to... Um, Kane to Nunes, that actually gives me... It'll give you quite a chunk in the middle. 9.3 to replace Weghorst with but the problem with that is all the fucking action is in the midfield yeah you know, there's not much there you know once you have a Hall and Darwin you know there's not much else there for night for you know for that price point and the and the forwards I'd rather have that going into the um the the midfield there's far more options isn't there what if now I'm just winging this and uh I don't know if this is engaging for listeners but if you had the option to maybe go cheap in the midfield and go De Bruyne to a Gakpo, does that allow you then to turn the likes of Veghorst into a Nunes and maybe then upgrade Patterson to or Botman to uh, a Liverpool defender? I mean, yeah, should... that's interesting. And then that would be me with no Salah, which would be quite scary. But it? you do have. Saka. That's what I'm saying. It's like, so to me, I'm looking at your team going. Yeah. You have that. Like, if I didn't, like, I don't have Saka. So if I wasn't going for the likes of a Salah this week, I wouldn't really be too sure on where I'm putting the armband. I think the armband goes on either of those two. Um, Saka, maybe a Salah, and obviously, I think you can put the armband on Haaland any game week. I think he's lethal. But uh, in terms of attacking the double game week, they're the two I'd be looking to stick it on. And you do have that option, so you're not bound. To... No, that's that's a very um, that's a very good uh, point there. Like, and you know, Gakpo would be a nice little differential too, wouldn't he? That's the thing. You know what I mean? And it's not like he he's starting to gain a bit of a bit of his a bit of traction now. What's he got? Like two goals in two games or something like that. He got a goal at the weekend. Pretty sure he got a goal at the weekend, and uh, I think he got one last week as well. So like he he seems to be finding his feet a little bit at Liverpool. Um, and it is a punt, and I do think Salah is the obvious one. But yeah, he's got two goals in two games now. Um, he's only... Gakpo's only 7.7 million. Gakpo's 7.7. 7. That would leave me with a, a nice bit of a 2.5 to replace uh, a fire in my team, which is Patterson. I would get up to 6.4, and that would give me 6.4 in the Liverpool pl- team... It doesn't get you Trent or Alexander, but it does get you a Van Dyke. Mm. Not even a Van Dyke. We're a male short there, so. So again. if you go De Bruyne, what you're telling me is if you go De Bruyne to Gakpo, how much money do you have left in the bank? Well, if I go to De Bruyne to Gakpo, yeah. I get. Um, you see, I've also done. Um, Nunes in there for, uh, for Oh, I get you. I get you. So, well, in that case, then. You can like you so you're basically gone Veghorst and Nunes, the Bruyne to Gakpo, and that's what you have six million down to spend on a defender, is it? 
Yeah, but that you see the, the problem is Patterson's a three point nine, so he's you know he's lost that little mill, you know. Oh yeah, but you could just upgrade him to like a Tarkovsky for a four yeah, that, that's three. another one. Yeah, he's playing twice, so even oh. if he gets minimum four points, yeah, like you're getting we, the player playing. That's why I'm saying like I wouldn't be afraid of the hits this week, especially because I think they'll be large across the board, and if you're getting players that you know you don't have anyway blanks it's half the price you're keeping your free hit which i think is probably worth it in the long run i think um... yeah 100 percent. look we, we have something here now on the table I'll just uh just say look uh sat gakpo uh de bruyne to gakpo um weghorst to darwin and pa- patterson to turkowski and i've got two point um one million in the bank. Yeah, so you'd probably need to make another transfer. Like, could you not then just turn Shaw into Trent? No, I've done the minus four. That's a, that would be a minus four there now. That'd be, yeah, so if you were to go minus eight. Oh, I don't think I'm going to go minus eight. You're just not going to, but then you're not going to have 11 players. <laughs> I'm not trying to bully you into it. I'm just saying, if you make no, those I transfers mean, I don't, and looked I, at... I think, I remember last week we were saying, like, look, if you, you can get away, you don't actually need to have eleven players to get away with these these double game weeks. Like you can just, if you get your your captaincy right, yeah. and you have players that are you know have good fixtures, you can you can scrape by like without uh, too many hits. That's fair. I mean, and that is a school of thought, um, and it's something I don't I don't fully disagree with. But like those yeah. transfers that you just suggested, so you're talking De Bruyne out, Vekhorst out, Patterson out, minus four. That's still leaving you with Shaw, Rashford, Trippier, and Batman sitting on your bench. So you've got an extra man. You're you're limiting yourself to ten. Why not take the extra minus four? You're gonna get two points minimum. You should okay. get four, four points who? minimum. Well, I mean, based on your mats there, you could turn Shaw into a Trent. Um, on top of that. Well, you're very right there. So you're taking an extra minus four for Trent, but you're getting at least, we'll say, two appearance points times two. So you should be getting at least four. I mean, obviously you could get unlucky with rotation, but in terms of Liverpool's most nailed on players, he's he's right up at the top. So I mean, yeah, no, that that's uh, that's very sweet, and that gives me zero point zero money remaining. That's with uh, Shaw to Alexander, um, De Bruyne to Gakpo. And Darwin to Weghorst. And Patterson to Tarkovsky. Yes. And that's good. That that leaves me in a nice position then as well. That's what I'm saying. So you've taken a minus eight, but you've gotten four doublers there. Um, yeah. And yeah, uh, I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking looking at the team. Because I think you've kind of locked yourself out of Salah. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's what I love about this podcast. You see, You, you see things. I hope the people listening think the same and it wasn't just me just talking nonsensical shit there for 20 minutes. No, that would be my first minus eight of the season. And you know what? Looking at the fixtures, I went and had a glance at the fixtures. Liverpool's fixtures are quite nice. Liverpool need to put the foot down or the hammer down now because they're looking, they they, they sniff the top four again. Yeah, I mean, like Liverpool are worth talking about in the sense of like, I do 
I think they will probably make it to the top four. Yeah. I think they will turn a bit of a corner. Van Dijk coming back. I know he's been pretty fucking shit this season, but sometimes uh, something like that can trigger uh, a t- you know a response in the team. And mm-hmm. they did keep a clean sheet this week. So if you were to be a glass half full kind of guy, then I think you can look to attack Liverpool. I would say that like I'd also have no issue coming off Liverpool in game week twenty five. Um, yeah. In the sense, like they're at home to Man United. If I had three Liverpool assets, uh, or not in game twenty five, my apologies. In game week twenty six, they're at home to Man United. If I had three Liverpool assets, um, I wouldn't have a problem deciding to get rid of one. Then, Do you know, the kind of way, yeah, even if it was just a one transfer. But you got to remember, I think round the next round of the FA Cup is after game week twenty six. Yes. So that would be a big kind of game changer as well. But I'd have no issue burn or using. And you know what? If it all goes tits up, we have wild cards and free hits and everything just to fuck yeah. them all out again. So you know what? It's, yeah. it's 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 grand. I'm happy enough with that now. Just it'll all be dependable now. On Nunes will be a, a deciding factor on a lot of things to see if he's going to be fit. Do you think if I was you and this was something you were considering? I would be keeping a close eye on the price changes then tonight because you yeah. did you say you were like zero zero that was zero zero yeah so you're fucking pedal to the metal you know there I don't know just keep an eye on them tonight if if one of those lads are dropping that could fuck everything up on you, you yeah know? exactly I It'll suppose you could say that your plan B then could just be Robertson instead of Trent do you know yeah exactly that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. So and that's you know probably that's worked. Not a, not just a bad right option either. No, it's not. It's not a bad option at all. And it's probably you'd probably pay the money to wait till the end of the week and make sure there's no. Oh yeah, injuries. yeah. You wouldn't want to go Nunes and now then hear Nunes out, and that was part of your minus eight. Like that would just fucking be. And so if you wanted we... to take a minus twelve, Paddy, I wouldn't talk you. <laughs> I might as well just fucking do it. Minus twelve. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. just thinking about it. Well, I'm glad I've given you food for thought there in terms of yeah. where you're at. I'm. There's lots to think about. What about you? What's your plans? See, I didn't. See, I had money. I have money in the bank to go just Fernandez straight to Salah this week, which uh... is obviously, and I have two free transfers because I rolled last week, so I could do Fernandez to Salah, Botman to Tarkovsky, and play it nice and easy breezy and not worry about it. Or I could do De Bruyne to Salah and then Shaw to Trent. Right. And then and still do like a Batman to... Isn't it lovely that you could do Fernandes to Salah and still have De Bruyne in your team for Bournemouth? Yeah, it is. But you see, that's the question. And I mean, like, I mean, you in, in some ways there, like, you could probably rejig that plan to have Kane be the sacrificial lamb uh, instead. But I think it makes more sense. But you'll have, there, there will be uh, mixing around, I think, of the premiums this week. And mm-hmm. De Bruyne, I'm not convinced on, I mean, it's it's hard to say, considering he got, what, like 15 points in the double game week. And I was delighted. And I still think he's obviously... A top class asset, but he's also someone that I'm happy to like to drop and go into game weeks without him. And if I want to attack City, maybe try get in there on a Maris or Jesus, even Jack yeah. Green. Oh, Tom Maris there though, wasn't he dropped there the last game where he was on the bench? See, that's the thing. We've got Champions the thing League. Thing you get with De Bruyne is that bit of security, isn't it? But do you? That's what I'm starting to second guess myself. Well, like, I mean, he's points wise, no, because he's you know yeah. all, up until we got that 15 pointer, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, he'd been quite very quiet. Like, I mean, in the fantasy world. Yeah. See, that's the thing. So, if you were to choose between, like, who would you rather have is the main question. It's not that I have an issue with De Bruyne. It's just that I think Fernandez has just been on a crazy run of form. 
Yeah. And I'm not entirely sure which one I want to get rid of. Like, if you were to well, choose between De Bruyne and Fernandes to stay in your team post-game uh, 24, 5. Fernandes. I just think there's more happening at United. There's a, like, I, I don't know, there's a buzz around there. Like, City at the minute, there seems to be just, like, it's not raining, but yeah. there's, like, a cloud slowly coming over the top. And I know <laughs> they're still right in this, this title race and all. Yeah. And, you know, but they, they, they drew with Boris there, but then there's all this shit in the background with the whole thing. Whereas over at United, like the fucking sun is just shining through the clouds, and it's they're, they're mm. playing well. They're they're hugging each other. They're, they're a fucking proper team. And Fernandez is he's coming back into that form he was in a few seasons ago. You know, before Ronaldo came, and he was he's I don't know. I just think Fernandez as well. Great price point. He's completely nailed. He's in great form. But then I mean. You're going into 25, uh, like the Bruyne is playing Bournemouth. I mean, that's it's scary to, to lose him. Yeah, that's the thing. I guess I'll be happy to just watch the Champions League uh, yeah. and see. See how it goes. I have point two to play with, with the transfer moves I'm thinking of. So if it shouldn't be too much of a, a worry that everything fucks me, like price changes wise. Uh, so... Did you get Did you get Fernandes at a good price? I got him. Uh, yeah, I think I don't think he's changed much since. Uh, well, I mean, like you don't have a fixture, so I mean, it'd be nice to keep De Bruyne and and bring if you can do that, and then sure if you want to bring Bruno back, he, I'm sure you can. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. So if you're to look at Man United's fixtures for the next after obviously the blank, they've got mm-hmm. uh, away to Liverpool. That's something nobody wants. Home yeah. to Southampton and then away to Brighton. So it's not like the fixtures. And again, that away Holy to Brighton. Holy shit. I mean, that's that's making it feel like a no-brainer then, you know, because they have a blank and then they have Liverpool. It's not really a game you'd really want to have, you know. I mean, he could I'm not saying he's not going, he couldn't do bits, but I mean, mm. it's not a game where he's going to go fucking bananas either. You wouldn't think. So I mean, you could bring in, but then if you're bringing in a Salah, then you're the same problem. You have a Salah against United, but at least he's got the double. You're getting three in a way games out of uh, Salah. Yeah, I think the main thing, and maybe I'm just being gluttonous, is that. If I was to do De Bruyne to tr- to to Fernanda or to fucking Salah, then I Trent becomes an option. Uh, mm. I can upgrade to like a premium uh, Liverpool defender. Whereas if I do the Salah route or if I do the Fernandez route, it doesn't because that's there's like a two and a half million price gap there. Do you know what I mean? So I'm I would be investing in keeping De Bruyne, and that's really the thing is like, do I want to double for Trent and Salah? Uh, with you know no K- with no the KDB or do I want to kind of just take the risk and have a single game fixed? I'll have to mull it over. It's one of those ones yeah. I won't bore the listeners, but it's one. It's, of those it's something that uh, even the listeners, you know, you you just can't make any decisions until after the Champions League games anyway and things. But it, there's a lot of food for thought there, isn't there? And there is. Those, those are going to be a lot of the decisions people are are going to be trying to to get it in their heads, you know, with De Bruyne and Fernandes, keeping them or getting rid of them, bringing in Trent, bringing in Liverpool. Do we trust Liverpool enough? Yeah, it's business you know, time. But... It's business time uh, at yeah. this stage, you know. Uh, like, you're getting that, like I said, a blank and a double is a rare enough one anyway. It's kind of a weird, I mean, obviously there's, you know, one a season or something like that, but it's it's tough because you're going to, you have to make up for the fixture or for the teams that you're suddenly, like, don't have any players for. And obviously Man United and Newcastle would have been relatively highly owned. And... Mm-hmm you know, you're getting boned over by, you know, an extra couple of teams that are blanking. And yeah, it's just, a, it's it's a it's a weird beast to tangle with. Yeah, and the doubles that are in this game week, yeah. I mean, if you were free-hitting, you'd be fucking, I mean, like... 
they're not juicy enough games for me to actually want to free hit. Fair enough, Tom over there has got, you know, his team probably needs it more. And, yeah. you know, he made it sound really, really pretty. So, um... There's a total argument to be made for it. As I said to you, I think for me, it just depends on if you want to... If you want to kind of go with the flow of your team, and if you've if you've been transferring in the likes of an Ivan Tony and you had Matonema, that's two extra players on top of your three. Well, yeah. Probably your three United, maybe two now United that are blanking, plus your extra Newcastle Trippier. That's six or seven blanks all of a sudden. Yeah. Then yeah, your yeah. free hit becomes uh, maybe worth it, you know? Uh, if because you can kind of just ch- choose your strategy, and I think that's just something for people to remember as well that basically, like. Yeah, you're basically getting to that stage where after game week 25, like you need to be making. It's not just for this game week; it's for that game week, that double in 27. You got to remember that you're gonna have Brentford and Brighton both doubling in 27. You're gonna have yeah. Southampton, I think, doubling in 27. Crystal Palace, they double in 27. Um, so you'd want to know, and then there's obviously a the big massive blank in 28. So you'd want a bit of flexibility and maybe your team is already kind of targeting that 27 like Tom's where he's got Brentford and Brighton doubling at 27 he doesn't want to lose them so yeah. he's free hitting this week and he's you know I mean it's just it, it's it is team dependent but I think for the likes of myself who hasn't already been looking at the, the Brentford and Brighton lads then it's easy for me to just kind of focus on this week and yeah and not think about a free hit um but so yeah captain, then captaincy before we go i do just we did get a question this week from uh nuclear adams uh-huh. long time friend of the show is it still worth moving martinelli out for odegaard this week or try to stack up on liverpool players instead so i think we kind of touched on it yeah but for me like i i think martinelli's goal probably assures him at least of the next start like i think he'll i know it was kind of a nothing goal and 4-2 but it's not like Trossard was tearing up fucking bridges when he was playing so yeah. if I'm Arteta I might be looking at, uh, at uh, starting Martinelli in the doubles um, hopefully he gets that Everton fixture that could be tasty so I wouldn't <laughs> be moving him uh, for Odegaard I'd be yeah I'd be attacking a double gamer yeah, sideways for me. yeah we've, like you said we touched on it and uh, Liverpool I'd be going for the Liverpool assets over getting rid of uh, Martinelli who you know got nice fixtures yeah, he's got the double gaming. Um, but yeah, next week's captaincy. Um, I'll be... I'm 90% sure it'll be Salah. Whatever way I get to Salah, it'll probably... It'll be him. I don't have Saka and I'm not going to tear my team up to do it. And I'm happy to go off of the off of Haaland for a, a double game week. You know? I can always justify it with... You see, I'm jealous now because I... I... Like, I don't have Salah in that little plan we made up. And yeah. I would love to have Salah captain. That makes me probably captain Saka. Yeah. Well, it would nail it into... Yeah. It would... I mean, like, you should mull it over and not have Salah this I'm week. I'm going to look at some uh, different uh, uh, situations where maybe I sacrifice Kane, like you said, and I bring Salah in f- instead of uh, there. And, you know, well, I'll have a look. But, I mean, I think I'm minus eight or minus four. Anyway, I'm 100% on the cards. Yeah. And I like the fact that I get rid of the Patterson for Tchaikovsky as well, and I shore up the team a wee bit. That's the thing; like it's a minus eight in a week where there will be, I reckon, at least uh, an average of minus three. Do you know, that kind of yeah. way, like most people would probably take a hit this week. So you're getting minus eight in on top of that. That'll lessen the low, the blow a little bit, and um, it's kind of like a little mini wild card, you know? Yeah, you four transfers. It's not just for this game week; it's for the future game weeks that are coming up as well. So you know, I'm, I'm quite happy with that. Yeah. Um, 
So you're thinking Saka if 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 you do go with your plan. Yeah, I'm the same. I think they're the two main picks. I think okay. Saka is on a lovely fucking streak. He scored again at the weekend on Pep. Arsenal playing again. Arsenal are away to Leicester and at home to Everton. Yeah, they're two nice fixtures. And Liverpool are Liverpool are away to Crystal Palace and home to Wolves. So equally equally nice fixtures. I think so. But obviously Arsenal on a much better uh, yeah, I suppose if you were to ignore the last couple of weeks, uh, overall Arsenal have had a much better season. So yeah, well, I mean uh, now our, our Everton are fighting relegation, so they've got they're they're fighting like. And who's the other who's the other game? Sorry. Well, Everton have already beaten Arsenal. Didn't Everton beat Arsenal yeah. two weeks ago? Yeah. You know, um, and the other one is Leicester, um, but away to Leicester at home to Everton. So uh, I think there's points to be had, and Arsenal are one of the you know the the better teams in the league. So I wouldn't it's worry. Going to be one of those dirty fucking fifty fifty decisions, isn't it? It is. You're going to have to mull it over. You could go yeah. left field and go Ruben Nevis for Wolves. You know. Um, yeah. yeah, I did see Ben Crellin saying today that he was talking of getting Rashford out for. What? For Iobi, Iobi, or some, or uh, McNeil, like he was deciding which Everton midfielder. He's having a fucking cracking season, so I mean, he must be doing something right. Not, not in shocking there, I suppose. But um, just the usual Krellin plug as well. If you are kind of considering what is going to happen and the chip strategies over the coming weeks, yeah. uh, make sure you check him out on Twitter. He's he's uh, he's pretty much all you need to know. Um, yeah, that's captaincy. Before we wrap things up, Paddy, there is the little matter of the FPL Hangover Podcast Mini League. Oh, yes, Chair. Tell us all about it. I will, I will. Um, no mad changes uh, this week. No no dramatic twists like there was last week. But uh, in first position, we have the Invincibles, Emil Siedlick. Second, Shopska Sala, Craig Rayner. Third, Kraftwerk, Richard Vehinger, Kraft. Fourth, No Kalu. Harry Jones, fifth Caesar Salah, Paul Ryan, sixth Dodgy Dazzlers, Paul O'Gorman, seventh Kalechi Eaton, Nachos, Eddy Friel, Pjanic at the Isco, Shane O'Donnell, Rodders Rockets in number nine, and following up the rear, number ten, always be Halland, Mario Greco. Um, so there's our top ten. As I said, no switch, no switching in the top seven, Paddy. They all stayed where they were. Eight and nine did a, a hokey cokey, and uh, Marco Mario Greco's first. Uh, venture into the top 10 this season I did you were kind enough to send on some stats um, because obviously your usual way of doing it is compromised uh, due to the VR situation but our manager of the week this week was Shane O'Donnell with a whopping 88 points that saw him fly up into 8th position 88 points man absolutely crazy wow yeah he was was a Rashford captain I bet you Nail on the head, Paddy. Nail on the head. Rashford, captain. He also then had Fernandez, Saka, Odegaard. A nice, healthy midfield there. Zinchenko with a goal. Alexander Arnold with a kind of a preemptive move for game week. Fucking hell. He felt like a wonder he'd go up. And Harry Kane. So, yeah, 88 points. Massive uh, fucking haul for him this week. So, congratulations, Gee. Shane. Well done there, Shane. Mm. But, um, yeah, that's the mini week. The mini league. Um, best of luck for game week 25, uh, everyone. And... Uh, yeah, uh, Paddy. Before we go, where can everyone find you? Before we actually go, go. I want to plug Game Week Thirty Nine. Yes, it's an event that is happening at the end of the season. Well, look, it's it's in the name. It's after Game Week Thirty Eight. It's the next week. It's Game Week Thirty Nine. It's a fancy football uh, content creators uh, football match. It's the North versus the South. There's tickets on sale. All the proceeds go to Street Child United, which is a fantastic charity that helps children 
get off the streets and uh, sure, what more do you want? And uh, he's going to be, be there? I'm going to be there. I'm playing for the Team North and I heard that uh, Team Era or FPL Era will be joining me. My uh, Irish comrade will be uh, flying over with me to uh, to join the Team North this year. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. And Jerry, we might get you over as well. And she I am a very expensive appearance fee. I don't think... Well, I don't well, think... Well, 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 We'll take some of the charity money and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get you sorted. Uh, so please check that out at Game Week 39. You can find it on Twitter. And uh, it's, going to, it's going to be a really, really good one. Last year was good. This year is going to be brilliant. Yeah. I have so it on the screen about... there for anyone that's uh, interested. Oh, All I did was Google Game Week 39 charity match and it brought me right to the donation site. So even if you can't make it over, it's a great cause. And you should, uh, yeah. if you can, drop a few bob their way. Um, Fair play to you, Paddy, oh. and uh, to FPL era as well, a uh, friend of the show. Yeah. He's been here. We're going to get him on again soon enough, but uh, at least there'll be two lads over there. I mean, I've been watching FPL era's captaincy videos. and Yeah, like, and his little tight shorts. And his little tight shorts. And if he, if he can find a goalie <laughs> that goes walkabouts, they're laughing because he that, that lad can hit an empty net. No matter. Brilliant. So you can get me at FPL Viking underscore on Twitter. You can get me at the Catholic Fella on TikTok and you can get me at the Viking Dippers on Instagram. Where can we get the beautiful pod, Jared? If you want to reach out to the podcast, we're on Twitter at FPL Hangover and you can also send us an email or if you have any business in Greece at FPL Hangover at gmail.com. Um, thank you for joining us this evening. Thank you, Patty. You've been amazing once again. Thank you. Uh, you have, you have indeed. Um, you enjoy Game Week 25, everyone. If you liked what you heard, hit subscribe. All that usual shit. Ratings, share it Five with your friends. Five stars. You know the drill at this stage. But most importantly, God bless. Yeah.